0: Welcome to Accelerate Your Wealth, a podcast by Rebecca Robertson, founder and director of Evolution Financial Planning. This series, we're focusing on female financial independence, looking towards a stronger financial future. Be sure to let us know your thoughts on the show and please do connect with us on Facebook, LinkedIn or Instagram or head over to www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk.
1: Hi it's Rebecca and welcome to this day today show it's a solo one from me and I'm talking to you a little bit about what would I do if I could start over now I'm not talking about this in the life sense of every mistake I've made (laughs) I'm I'm talking about this in business context so so in September coming up um, it's going to be my 11 years anniversary of being in business so I've pretty much seen it and done it and I've learned so many mistakes and things along the way that I thought this session I would talk to you about what I've learned and a little bit about where I've got to what how I've got to where I am today now I'm just going to turn my light on those on the video and apologies those on the um, audio just because it's beautifully sunny outside but it's very dark in my office um so okay let's put things down on the table have I got A multi-million pound business with a you know a huge team of 25 people and um you know living on a yacht no (laughs) and i don't want to (laughs) for me um i have a situation or a family family set up where for many years i've been the main caregiver to my children and as for a lot of women um we haven't had the chance or the opportunity to even get past that stage or we're not in a position where we can retire our partners so that they can then take over that role Um, now there are people that have and that's great and i applaud them Um, but the vast majority of us we're not at that point so for me my partner wouldn't want to get retired he he actually probably probably would in reality but for us for us as a household our earnings would have to be you know we've got we've got a good healthy household income So for that to happen, it's quite a stretch. We're not just talking 30, 40 grand a year extra. We're talking substantially more than that. So um, then when you're running a business and you've got the kids to look after and you've got the business to run and the household to look after and I've got animals and horses and such like, you get to a point where you start to realise that your time is such an asset And you have to be careful what you wish for. So for me, if I was going to start again, I would have been um, much clearer on the boundaries for myself and for others. Um, So I would waste less time doing the things I know I shouldn't be doing and being able to balance more accordingly to achieve the right objectives. Now, that's quite a sweeping statement. So how have I made some mistakes there? Um, I... I think I did things that I didn't need to be doing um, for a long period of time. So when I first started, I'd done um, wedding shows, I did um, psychic fairs, I did, you, you name it, I did it. Every single expo, every kind of event you could imagine, I went to it. Now, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, um, but and I got to know a lot, a lot of people over the years, but was it the best use of my time? No. Did it achieve the objective? No, did I get business from it? No, not all the time. Um, I was very passionate about um, women in business, so I run a non-profit for, profit for a long time, which I loved. Um, but did I? Did it help me grow my business? Possibly, because I had a you know reach of other people. But I'm I'm not I'm not sure about that. Um, and when you first start out, you have to be very very clear on how you're going to spend your time and where you're going to get your clients from, because it is harder work. And then you start to get busy actually looking after actual clients and doing an actual job, in my case, that you then have to find that balance. Now, for some people's business models, they either do a lot of one to one work. So they have a capacity as how much work they can do um, or they're running courses and programs. But either way, they take a level of delivery. Um, If you have products, you still got to distribute those products. You still got to market those products. So it does depend on the kind of businesses, obviously, that people run. Um, So I would be a lot more stricter on my boundaries and I'd ask for help sooner Um, and have a little bit more faith in the fact that it wasn't just going to be a little, what I would call a hobby job, you know, like a few hundred pounds a month kind of thing. It was going to be something that was going to be achieving much more. Um, The biggest mistake that I made if I was starting over is I I recruited a lot in uh, other financial advisors or other financial planners um when I first started the business but I would um the way that I worked with those people is that I uh basically my little boy's outside um whilst I'm recording this playing in the garden playing with something that shoots bullets and a dinosaur so hopefully it won't disturb the audio too much Um, So this is going to make me chuckle whilst I'm doing this, because this is the reality of life, right? It's the summer holidays and I want to get a podcast recording out. And so that is what it is. (laughs) You might not be able to hear it. Um, So when I was taking on those people, I was so wanting for it to be successful for them and so wanting to deliver a service to them. But I actually didn't put my boundaries or the business boundaries in place. It wasn't about my objectives or the business objectives first. It was about other people. So um, my question is, is are you are you doing that at the moment? Um, how are you how are you doing that potentially even in the companies that you work for? How could you stop that from happening going forward? What adjustments do you need to make? What conversations do you need to have? Um, and quite often, that that's that there might be conflict involved there. It might be having difficult conversations with people um, and really start as you mean to go on. So for me, um, at one point, I had about eight advisors and nine advisors working under the brand. And it basically meant that I wasn't able to focus on the things that mattered. In actual fact, those advisors, weren't actually producing business they were taking up a lot of my time they weren't producing revenue um, and at first that was that was okay even after a year or so that was okay I was like you know we're going to make this work um, and I looked at the business model and it wasn't working for them and it wasn't working for me and there's numerous reasons why that was the case so I would have stopped doing things that don't work quicker um so they're the 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 main learning so far it's a lot of it is around boundaries now all of those decisions that I've been making over the years comes back to how I'm feeling about myself my own self-confidence my own self-worth etc so the biggest tip that I would do is I'd I'd work on the things that I knew were issues although sometimes at the time you don't know they're issues I'd work on them sooner um the third thing is that so when I say work on them I mean work with a coach actually like get rid of this stuff whatever I'm being triggered by I would I'd work on a coach and get rid of it quicker um the third thing is that I bought into courses and programs masterminds because I felt like they were going to give me an answer or give me a solution to my problem um at times what they gave me was you know really good broad understanding about other elements of business um but I wasn't in my business model it was difficult to leverage and monetize them it wasn't as I don't like the word easy because being a business isn't always easy but it doesn't have to be hard but it's all about that flow of where business is coming from and it always felt like I was reinventing the wheel all the time I was almost trying to make it harder work for myself um so once I stopped doing that and I focused on just what worked oh my goodness it was so much easier and it was often the simple stuff, the stuff that I've been doing for years uh, that I knew how to do. And I didn't really need anyone's help to do it. Like, So I think sometimes we end up chasing the rainbow, chasing this, you know, magic, um, shiny object. Um, and actually, all we need to do is focus on really what we know that works already and just carry on doing that. Um, so they're my sort of core, like 11 years in business. That is what I've learned. And what I'm going to be doing going forward is keeping it that that's the case so um, if I grow anything it will be my regulated business and it'll be a case of um working out how I want how I want that to work long term and I've got some fantastic ideas and things like ways I want to do that but the way that I will start it was very much around the core objectives of what I want the business to look like and how we're going to achieve it um, and it's about having that impact um and serving people um, and less about what You know, lots of prima donnas, what they want, what their needs are, and actually putting the client first um, and delivering a really good service. Um, But it's interesting in business because what I've then found when I've backed off from all those other things that I was doing is I've now um, focused on my regulated business. But I feel like there was something missing. So if you think you remember, I just mentioned before, I ran a nonprofit women in business networking group for five years. And so just back in June, I started another I like, networking group. Um, we don't always talk about finances. We Obviously, there are things that come up that are financially related. And it's more to do with my business experience and, and their collective business experience where we help and support each other. Um, and so it's called the Alliance Collective. And I have a taste day that I'm running on the 1st of September. So you might be listening to this in the future. So you can just check out a future taste Day. Um, And basically, um, Alliance is all about coming together and having a mutual um, idea of having a mutual outcome. And a collective is a group that will come together. So the Alliance Collective is basically a women's networking group. And the way that I run it is um, on a sort of a mastermind format where we have a monthly mastermind. And then we also have a monthly um, collaboration pod where we work out how we can help and collaborate with each other as well as meetups and as well as um, spa days and such like. And the reason I missed that, I missed that um, element to my business, is actually that's what I was searching for when I was looking at other masterminds, when I was in other masterminds, in other programmes, in other groups. And I got it to an extent, but it wasn't consistent enough and it didn't always happen. And I do believe if I'd have had more of the right people around me when I first started, that I possibly have got would have got to where I was going quicker however things and what are meant to be are meant to be and we are where we are Um, and um, it's a case of recognizing when you're going through a difficult time and having the right group of people to go and talk to about it because no one understands your business better than you and so if you can get a group of people around you that you know, over time, can of get to know you and your business, then they can call you out on your BS. They can support you in making some clear decisions and ask some of the really prudent questions about what that future looks like. Um, so I love running the Alliance Collective. It's becoming a really um, lovely part of um, what I do in my my day-to-day or week by week of my uh, running my businesses. And what I've noticed the most of is that sometimes there's a subject that comes up and it's an area that I'm quite okay with um and I go around the table and say "Has anyone else got anything to add and people say no you pretty much nailed it and it's made me realize that there's 11 years in business there's a lot to be shared and there's a lot of knowledge to be gained um by sharing and um, sharing those ideas together and sharing um, opportunities and helping and supporting each other through sometimes what can be difficult weeks. Um, so there's some of the things of what I would do if I started over again in business. Financially speaking, I would not worry so much about pushing through like earning a certain amount. Um, and I've been recently doing some meditations, and it's interesting. as soon as I heard, this piece it it brought me back to um, coming away from the the facts and the figures and things which do play a part in your business don't get me wrong but it 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 shouldn't be all about that it should be about delivering a service and in this meditation it's all about your purpose in life and how you're um, delivering impact and how you're helping and supporting each other and I feel like if you have that at the core of your business as, as of all your decisions um, then the rest will just fall into place. And so my questions are to you is, what conversations do you need to have with people? What boundaries do you need to set? What areas do you know that you're struggling with that you need help with? What who, What kind of conversations do you have to get the right support? And um, last of all, um, you know, how are you getting ongoing support in terms of what that bigger or long-term picture might look like for you? So they're my learnings of my 11 years in business. If you have any questions or reflections on any of that, I'd love to hear from you. Um, I'm going to be running um, a detox, um, uh, money money uh, money detox in my Money Mastery group from September, which you're welcome to join us. And as I mentioned just a moment ago, I'll be running on the 1st of September, a Taster Day to the Alliance Collective. So if you're in business and you want to come and see what that all looks and feels like, then check out the show notes below and you can come and register. And I would love to see you there um, and show you how I do things um, within the, the group. And show that we've got coming up, we have um, a lady called Maddie, who's gonna be talking about, um, not so much the cost of living, but we're gonna be talking about expenses and what's happening um, in the future. Um, and if there's anything anything else that you would like me to talk about, then do let me know and I'll happily get recording. Of course, if you're enjoying the show, then please leave a review, Um, I really do appreciate it and those that email us on rebecca at rebeccarobertson.co.uk sharing the screenshot of your review, um, you will enter yourself into a monthly draw to win a copy of my book and my wealth planner which is available on amazon um total cost is somewhere around like 35 40 pounds so we'll be doing a draw for that so please email us and um, that starts from the 1st of september um, um so do make a diary do- diary note from the 1st of september and go and leave us a review and let us know um sending you all lots of love and i'll see you all soon
0: Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Accelerate Your Wealth. For further help or to connect with Rebecca directly, please head over to the website www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk where you can find further information on our planner, book and how to further maximise your wealth. For any regulated advice, please do head over to www.evolutionfinancialplanning.co.uk.